Have you ever wondered where podcasters go to learn? Welcome to Elite Podcast Academy, the show for podcasters, about podcasters, by a podcaster. Now let's jump straight into today's episode. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Mahoney from Elite Podcast Academy, and today I want to talk to you about geeking out on RSS feeds. Well, what the heck does that mean anyway? Well, RSS stands for really simple syndication and has revolutionized how users interact with online content. Now, perhaps you've seen text or image buttons on various websites inviting you to subscribe via RSS. Well, what exactly does that mean? What is RSS? What are RSS feeds? How do you get them to work for you? Well, let's talk about it. Rather than having to check back every single day to see the changes in content on any particular site, RSS feeds give users the ability to simply subscribe to that feed, much like you would subscribe to a newspaper and then read the updates from the site delivered via RSS feeds in what's called a feed reader. RSS feeds benefit those who actually own or publish a website as well because site owners can get their updated content to subscribers much more quickly by submitting feeds to various XML and RSS directories. This is exactly how podcast distribution works. So what is an RSS feed and how does it work? An RSS feed is a very simple text file that's submitted to feed directories allowing subscribers to see content very soon after it's updated. This content can be aggregated to be viewed even more easily by using a feed reader. A feed reader or feed aggregator is just a really simple way to view all your feeds at one time via one interface. So how do you subscribe to an RSS feed? Well, let's assume that there are 10 sites that you like to visit on a daily basis. And so what you do is you get up in the morning and you spend some time and you open the web browser and you head over to each and every site. And you hope that each site has something new for you since the last time you visited. Unfortunately, nothing has changed. So you've wasted a trip to the site and your time as well. Now this can be very frustrating and time consuming, but there's definitely a better way to handle this. RSS feeds. There are a few ways to subscribe to an RSS feed. Let me outline those for you. First way, find a website you want to keep you updated and look for an orange feed icon. This has become the standard on websites for RSS. If you happen to see the RSS symbol on a website you want to visit often, click on it and you'll be subscribed to the site's RSS feed. It will then start showing up in your feed reader of choice. Now a feed reader is just simply an aggregator of RSS feeds. It makes it easy to read them all in one place. Subscribe to this feed. Plenty of sites nowadays will give you a variety of options in order to get you subscribed via RSS to their site. You'll either see it written out, subscribe to the site for instance, or you'll see a list of icons that include the RSS icon. Clicking on any one of these types of links will enable you to be subscribed to that feed's content. You can subscribe via a feed reader button. Many feed readers have made it possible for you to do a one-click subscribe. You find a site you're interested in, you notice that you have a feed reader icon, say you use Feedly, there's a Feedly icon that's displayed. You click on that icon. The process will differ from reader to reader, but overall the process is the same and very simple. You click, you're subscribed. Now once you've subscribed to a site's feed, you can view updated content in your feed reader, which is basically a way to aggregate all your feeds in one handy place. It's super convenient, and once you realize how much time you're saving, 
you'll wonder how you ever got along without RSS feeds. But what the hell is this feed reader thing? All feed readers, they're pretty similar. They make it possible for you to quickly scan headlines and or full stories at a glance from many different providers all in one place. There are many different types of feed readers available to you for free on the internet that fall into five distinct categories. Which you use will depend on how you want to read your feeds. First, there are web-based feed readers. If you want to read all your feeds from within your web browser, then you want a web-based feed reader. These are very convenient and easy to set up. An example of a web-based feed reader is what I mentioned before, Feedly. Then there are desktop feed readers. If you want to read all your feeds separate from the browser and have something actually installed onto your system, you're going to want a desktop feed reader. These usually come with more powerful features than the web-based feed readers, but are definitely for the more technologically advanced crowd. Browser built-in feed readers. Some browsers have a built-in feed reader. There are a ton of extensions and plugins that provide this functionality for you. Some examples include Firefox's Live Bookmarks, Opera, and Internet Explorer. Then there are email-based feed readers. If you would like all of your feeds delivered to you via email, you're going to want to check out an email-based feed reader. Examples of email-based feed readers are Mozilla Thunderbird and Google Alerts. Now, you can adjust the rate of the emails you get with each one of these email-based feed readers, and I strongly recommend you do. Then there are mobile feed readers. More and more people are getting their web search content as they're out and about through a variety of mobile devices. If you're one of those people, you might want to check out one of these feed readers. They're made especially for mobile devices. They include the one that I mentioned before, which is Feedly, as well as Flipboard or Twitter. So what can you do with an RSS feed anyway? Well, once you're completely up to speed on RSS, you'll realize that there are so many different ways that you can use RSS feeds to help you in your web searching and daily life. Let's say you love Google News, but you need more specialized news. You can create a specialized Google News alert that's delivered to you via RSS feed. YouTube users are going to love this one. You can follow your favorite YouTuber, channel, or key phrase via RSS feeds. If you're especially interested in Family Guy clips, there is a way to set up a feed for them. This is what your feed would look like. It'll say www.youtube.com RSS slash tag slash family plus guy dot RSS. That's how it would look. Simply add this to your feed reader via the subscribe or add feed option and you're good to go. Are you looking for something on Craigslist? Every single category there has an RSS feed unique to that category and you can even program your parameters. Example, let's say you're looking for a leather couch between $400 and $600. You can specify that within the furniture category and have results delivered directly to you. This is how you would set up a Craigslist RSS feed. Navigate to what you've been looking for. For example, apartments in San Francisco. It's likely you don't want all the listings for all the apartments, so use the search field at the top of the screen to narrow your search. Once you have your search parameters set, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, and there you're going to see a link for RSS. Click on that link and you'll be asked which RSS reader you'd like to have the search results for your new search put into. And now, instead of having to check Craigslist every day and having to put your search criteria in over and over again, you've got a personalized search coming directly to you. 
Now, any tag in the social bookmarking site Reddit, whether that may be freeware, popular, Apple, etc., has an RSS feed that you can subscribe to. Fans of Dig will appreciate that any user, tag, or featured page can be subscribed to via an RSS tag. All you foodies out there will love the convenience of getting recipes and tips delivered right to you. The Food Network has an RSS feed titled Food Network Highlights. That brings the very best of that awesome site to you. Now, if you're looking for a job, you can craft your own RSS feeds at monster.com or use one of their own pre-programmed RSS feeds instead. To craft your own, simply do a search for your specific needs and then subscribe to the search results via your RSS feed reader of choice. So, how does this work with podcasting? Well, first thing is, you can make your own RSS feed. And there are three ways to make your own RSS feed automatically from a content management system like WordPress, manually with a standalone application like Feeder, and by hand with any text or code editor. If you want to live a long and happy life though, I recommend letting your RSS feed be created automatically for you with intelligent software. You're going to have to enter the information for the feed, title, description, keywords, and each individual post, but you do it through an easy to learn system like WordPress and you're going to be so happy that you did it that way. If you have a WordPress website, then you already have more RSS feeds than you would ever need. Just add slash feed to the end of your domain content management and you'll get your default site-wide RSS feed. So in other words, your website.com forward slash feed, boom, RSS feed. Now, every time you publish a new post, WordPress updates that feed so that news readers and podcast apps can see the latest updates. This is all done for you by WordPress itself. Content management systems, which WordPress is, often create several RSS feeds, such as for each category, media format, tag, or search result. WordPress is no different. So why is it a good idea for you to own your own podcast feed? It's a question I get asked a lot. There are many ways to make RSS feeds from different services and other services to enhance your RSS feed. You need to be extremely careful. Your feed is how your subscribers get your content. If you give them someone else's URL that you can't control, then you don't truly own your audience. SoundCloud is a big offender in this way. While they're a great platform with really cool options, the beta podcast feature often produces invalid code. But what's even worse is that if you ever want to leave SoundCloud and you published your podcast with their RSS feed, you can't keep your current subscribers. This problem happens with many other platforms like Podbean, Tumblr, Blogspot, and many more. So if you use a third party for your RSS feed and you move to a different provider, make sure to attach a 301 redirect to the old feed and point it to the new feed. There are only three ways to keep your audience from being held hostage by these providers. First, you can use FeedBurner or some other third-party feed service. Run your feed through them and publish, have them publish your feed. But take caution here too, because you may fall into the same problem. That leads to our next option, which is option number two. You should implement a permanent 301 redirect. Set up a redirect so any request for your old feed gets automatically forwarded to the new feed. These redirects should never be removed. Add the tag iTunes colon new-feed-url. This is much more technical, but potentially more possible with some hosts. 
but it only works for iTunes and other apps that use the iTunes API. So proceed at your own risk. Third-party hosted platforms usually don't offer any such freedoms. So if you want to leave, you're going to lose your audience, lose your iTunes reviews, unless you beg Apple, or you'll have to ask your audience to unsubscribe and resubscribe. Don't do that. The best way is to own your RSS feed. It's if you control that URL that you podcast on, put into podcast directories. This could be some technical backend stuff going on, or that the RSS feed is hosted on your own domain with WordPress or something similar. The only third parties you can trust with your RSS feed are Libsyn, Blueberry, and Simplecast. They allow you to implement a permanent 301 redirect and the iTunes new feed URL tag in your feed from their service. FeedBurner's future is in question though, so at least for now, they even allow you to place either a permanent 301 redirect or use your own domain. If you must use a third-party service like SoundCloud or Podbean for your podcast, then run the feed through FeedBurner and submit that URL to iTunes. Otherwise, say goodbye to your subscribers when those places close down. Why podcasters should have a podcast-only RSS feed is another question I get asked all the time. Most podcasters have websites that contain blog posts and podcast episodes. Have a look at Yogi's Podcast Network. It's exactly how we're set up. This might be hurting your podcast growth by using your site-wide RSS feed. Don't do that. You can use a podcast-only feed for iTunes and other podcast directories so that your blog posts don't take up the space in your RSS feed. You can use PowerPress's automatic feed by adding slash feed slash podcast to your domain or use Simplecast or Libsyn to power your RSS feed. What do you do with this feed though? If you've set up your site well, then you should have a site-wide RSS feed, which would include your blog and your podcast episodes. But you should also have a podcast-only feed. Submit the podcast-only feed to podcast directories and other apps. Make sure that you link to the site-wide RSS feed prominently on your site. Now, I suggest using Simple Social Icons plugin if you're using WordPress for making RSS and even podcast-only RSS icons anywhere in your WordPress website. Now, it's simple, it's amazingly convenient. Now you know that RSS feeds are basically simple text files that once submitted to feed directories will allow subscribers to see content within a very short time after it's updated. Sometimes short as 30 minutes or less. It's getting faster all the time. Using RSS in your online browsing habits can greatly streamline and simplify how you get your content. Using RSS in your own site will help your listeners out a great deal. Now that has been a great episode of Elite Podcast Academy. You want to go to ElitePodcastAcademy.com for all your podcasting needs. Thank you for being with me today. Elite Podcast Academy is presented by Elite Podcast Agency and Yogi's Podcast Network. Do you want help getting on other podcasts? Elite Podcast Agency is the place for you. We help podcasters get interviews on shows, whether it is once a month or once a week. Check out our services and pick up our podcast directory with over a thousand podcasts sorted by category at ElitePodcastAgency.com forward slash directory. Need someone to help you start a show or take your existing show to a new level? 
Yogi's Podcast Network can help, head over to yogi'spodcastnetwork.com forward slash help for more information. Thank you for listening to Elite Podcast Academy.